0: Welcome back to the in My Bed podcast. My name is Silka Klein, and camp started this week. Yay! Um, in the day camp, which I'm working, um, I am a bus counselor for the morning and afternoon routes, um, and I am additionally and am a counselor, um, which means that I get to work three hours before I actually need to, which you know is super fun. Um, no, really, but. Uh, what goes on is that, you know, you're supposed to, as a bus counselor, are supposed to get to camp at 9am, um, or try to get there around 9am, this camp, nothing is ever as scheduled, um, try to get there at 9am, and then you don't start being a counselor until lunchtime, which is at 12pm, so there is that 3 hour window that I have to fill, but, you know, it's just a little, they pay you a little extra, and you get some extra tips, you don't have to worry about going to and from camp, your car, um, paying for gas and whatnot. Like, it'd be nice to have those few extra hours. Last year, because of corona, there was no bus route. There there were no bus routes. Um, So I was driving to and from every day, and I was getting there 10 minutes before I had to be, as opposed to three hours, which is nice. But it's, you know, risks and benefits. I'm not really sure that the benefits outweigh the risks anymore. Um, but that is what I signed on to do, so that is what I'm going to be doing. Um, so Monday, you, we did our dry runs for our bus routes, um, wherein the counselor and bus driver just go through the route by, by themselves, um, like actually go on the route to at least get a little bit of a feel for what it's going to be like, um, uh, fix any mistakes that need to be made within the route, because we don't make the route ourselves, But there are alterations you can make, you know, decide who needs to be a corner stop. You know, there are a lot of dead ends or one-way streets or whatnot, fix all that up. And in addition, you slip a little, like, um, almost like a postcard in the, in your house, in each house's, like, mailbox, saying, hi, you know, I'm going to be your bus counselor for the summer. Any questions, contact the camp at this number. Um, I have a very large route, uh, it's actually two separate neighborhoods, um, Because one of the neighborhoods is only eight stops, so it's not big enough to be a bus by itself, so they lumped it in with another one. Um, The route takes over an hour to get done. Um, You know, between two separate neighborhoods and the travel time between the two, and the fact that one of the neighborhoods, the route wasn't planned out so well. It was pretty fine, but there were some of the things where, like, because of all the dead ends and one ways, it ended up making us go in a circle about four different times. So, you know, I had to fix that. All being said and done, it took about an hour and a half for the first morning um, because we weren't able to get the changes done before the first morning. Um, and I told the travel coordinator, I'm like, look, this is what we got to do. Like, We got to fix this, whatever. And we still cut it down to about an hour 15. Um, I wanted to start the route before 8 o'clock, you know, start at 745 so we can get to camp by 9. And the director came like, like, no, we don't start before 8. The bus driver himself went to his uh, manager or whatever the supervisor and got permission to start at seven fifty. So we started at seven fifty, got to camp at nine uh nine ten. Um and that's just about like as short as you can cut it. I mean there are over thirty stops. Um so even if you only spend sixty seconds per kid and then plus the time in between each stop, plus the traveling between the neighborhoods, plus random traffic, there's no way to get it done under an hour, which is annoying, but it is what it it is what it is. Like it it's just what you have to get done. Um, so the first day of camp was Wednesday. You know, went in to the bus route, You know, met the um, the group I was going to have for the first couple of days because the way the camp works is that your league team. You know, they have you know sports leagues. Whoever your team is for leagues is your bunk for that month. Um, you know, two halves. You have you get a different bunk for either half. You know, because kids come and kids go and whatever. Um, so until the league start they do evaluations of each morning group because there are morning groups and there are afternoon groups are different so they do evaluations for the morning groups and then for the afternoon it's a league team so so until the league start you have the counselors each get a morning group for which they do evaluations um so i met the kids for whom i was doing evaluations got home whatever and then normally the way the campus split is that the the they label you as whatever grade you just came out of um so normally for the last 10 years it was the fourth and fifth grade were in one league and the sixth seventh and eighth grade were in another league this year however they officially announced that there will be no eighth grade um just for a couple of reasons you know uh, there weren't a whole lot of eighth graders at that point most kids aren't coming to day camp anymore um the ones that were there tended to be kind of i mean you know, some years are better than others. But they tend to be kind of bratty. You know, they they just got off a year of being the oldest kids in the school and graduation, and now, you know, they don't want to do color war. outs oh, for babies, or they don't want to listen to their counselors because they think they're all that. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again: twelve to fourteen is the worst age for kids. Um, in addition, once they aren't a campers anymore, they can be hired by the junior division. And last year, the director of the junior division had a tough time uh, hiring people. So making the eighth graders um, able to be staff members gave him a wider hiring pool um, so because there's no eighth grade instead, what they decided to do was do fourth by itself because the fourth is disproportionately larger than the other grades and then do fifth, sixth and seventh, and one so after the first day of camp, they asked the whoever was evaluating a fifth sixth or seventh grade group I was doing one of the fifth grades um, there were two fifth grades, a sixth grade and a seventh grade um to come back to camp afterwards to help um assign them into league teams now this is also a first they've never had the count as far as I know I've been there six years but you know it could just be I wasn't one asked um they had they asked them to come back and help assign them to league teams which I thought might go a little interestingly because why don't we just want to take the best kids for ourselves but the main priority was who the kids requested to be with you know when they apply for camp, they list, you know, a couple kids that they want on their team. Generally, their friends. Unfortunately, it tends to mean that the kids who are good at sports want the other kids who are good at sports because they're friends with the kids who are, who are good at sports, and the ones who aren't want more kids who aren't because that's who their friends are—the ones who aren't good at sports. Um, but so you, so the way we did it was dividing them into um, groups of their friends, and then cross-referencing their evaluation scores, taking an average of their scores between... You know, they played two games, and some of the groups had two staff members on them, so either somewhere between one and four scores, unless, you know, they were just not there for those two days. Um, taking an average of the group's evaluation score, and then... Um, uh, and then going from... And then arranging a them least to greatest of average, averages, I guess, so averaged evaluation scores, and then pairing them up and making sure that nothing is contradicting, you know, there aren't kids who specifically asked not to be with some other kids, which there were a couple of those instances where they specifically asked not to have someone, which was interesting, Um, and just making sure everyone was happy, you know, so we did that Wednesday night for the 5th, 6th, and 7th, and then for some reason, we were asked to come back Thursday night to do 4th grade, even though none of us did 4th grade, but I guess we did a good enough job. Um, and that was after a late night, because Thursday, we had our first trip, which was, which required a later dismissal. I mean, it was only, like, an hour later, but still, it was also, like, an hour and a half bus ride either way. Um, and one of the buses broke down, right, as we were leaving from the, uh, trip, like, on our way home. So, we had to, um, distribute the campers on that bus on the other three buses. So, that was good fun. Um, and then... Friday came around. We actually started leagues on Friday. Normally, we would start on Monday, but the owner of the camp really wanted to start on Friday, so you know, we started on Friday because what the owner says goes. Um, and my team lost. Um, we played hockey. We lost eight to four, including like two self goals, which was kind of sad. Um, but it's one game. You know, they're still figuring the kids out. You know, one of the benefits of being asked to come in mid, I got to have a kid I really wanted, and really wanted to have me, but at the same time, I wasn't conniving enough to make sure I didn't include kids I didn't want, so I got a few kids who I didn't particularly want, or particularly didn't want, you know, depending on the case, um, but I got the one kid I wanted, and second half, make it different, you know, it is what it is, um, interestingly enough, most of the kids on my team are also on my bus, which, I guess, makes sense, because the kids they're requesting are usually their neighbors or whatever, and if they're neighbors, they're going to be on the same bus. Which isn't anything that they're all on my bus. But, you know, again, it is what it is. So, tomorrow is one of the fast days in the Jewish calendar. Um, it is a fast called Shiva Asar B'tamos, um which literally means the Shiva Asar is the 17th. Bid Tammuz in the month of Tammuz, uh, the Hebrew calendar. You know, each month has its own name, obviously, in their 12 months. Um, similar to the Muslim calendar, um, the Hebrew calendar, um, starting from, I guess, starting from Rosh Hashanah, which is the the beginning of the year, is Tishrei, Cheshvan, Kislev, Tevez, Shvat, Adar, Nisan, Iyar, Sivan, Tammuz, Av, and Elul. So, there are two fast days that are actually connected. The first one being Shiva Asar Batamas, which is tomorrow, and the second one being um Tishabov, which again, uh, which literally translates to the ninth of, well, the ninth in of, um, uh, which are exactly three weeks apart. Um, so the time between then is called the three weeks, and the last nine days are called the nine days. We, they are very specific times um between the destruction of the Bate Mikdash, um, which means houses of worship. Um, the first and the second. R- it's really focusing on the second one. Um but the, the walls were infiltrated on Shabbos Batamas and I believe completely the entire thing was completely destroyed on Tishabav Um and it is a time for mourning and reflection, you know, which is a Uh, common theme in Judaism Um, and there are actually certain restrictions during the three weeks which are not so crazy but especially during the nine days you don't eat meat during the nine days except for Shabbos Um, you don't do laundry during the nine days you don't swim Um, you don't listen to music Um, you don't shave Um, I, I don't there are often times where I have to, you know, um, re, um, research which ones are specifically for the nine days and which ones are for the three weeks in, uh, in total. Um, but it is a somber time. You're not supposed to get married during that time. Um, you're not supposed to like start a new job during that time or go to court during that time. Like, it, it is an an inauspicious time. It is a time of mourning, of reflection. Um, and when you get out of it, you know, Rosh Hashanah is in like three weeks after that. Uh, well, no, it's in like a month and three weeks. But once you get out of Tisha B'Av, then the immediately, like exactly a week later, there's something called Tubav, which is um, essentially the Jewish version of Valentine's Day. It is an auspicious time for matchmaking and fortune in general. There used to be a custom where um, women would prance around the field and men would spy on them from afar and pick out which ones they wanted to get married to, which is super creepy and super, like, talk about male gaze. Um, but two bu- it's exactly a week difference from one of the harshest and saddest times in the Jewish calendar to uh, a day completely devoted to life, and the enjoyment of life, and the wonders of life, you know, love, and fortune, and, and right after that, we start looking forward to Rosh Hashanah, and the Jewish calendar is really a life cycle, kind of, if you want to look at it that way, like, if you look at the, the holidays, um, and the order in which they're laid out, and what each one represents, not only does it go from, like, love all the way to death, and all the way back to love, it completely roller coasters throughout the year and within each yin there's a bit of yin. you know with when in, within each um festivity there's a bit of of sobriety and and moroseness to balance that out and vice versa on the harshest darkest days there's also joy like we don't have a single prayer a single holiday that doesn't have a touch of both because you're the balance is supposed to humble you and ground you and make you appreciate everything God does for you and gives you um, both the good and the bad now while this is entirely not a, a the podcast that is trying to promote or push or, um, corrupt or indoctrinate into any sort of, um, group, um, this is essentially the diary of my life, and that is a big part of my life, and it's totally possible that someone else is having a completely different experience with, uh, the fast days and the holidays and their interpretation and experience within any religion, let alone Judaism, um, but I can only speak from my own experience, And that's kind of what the whole point of this is. To speak about my experience. Um, And I don't think that's a problem. I think it's okay if I speak about my own experience. Because who else is going to do that? Who else is going to speak about my experience? I hope no one. Or I hope no one does without getting it right. (laughs) Um, So yeah. Tomorrow is a fast day. Camp started this past week. And next week we have a full schedule, and I am incredibly exhausted, um, but I think it's going to be good, and I'm already plotting how to get the kids I want without getting kids I don't want for a second half, so we'll see what I can do about that, um, in any event, um, I'll see you next week, which will be my 20th birthday, <laughs> on the day I record it, it'll be my 20th birthday, and then the day after that is, um, July 4th, so that's going to be interesting, uh, follow me on Instagram at Simcha underscore Klein, S-A-M-C-H-A underscore K-L-E-I-N. And on Twitter at Simander underscore K S A M M A N D R underscore K. And I will see you next week for my 20th birthday. God, that's so fucking weird to think about. Um, like, I'm not a teenager anymore. Anyway, um, I'll see you then. Goodbye.